Episode 332 of the BizTalk Podcast. The Wichita Business Journal created this podcast because we want to provide you with some insight into the people, places, companies, organizations, and issues that are important to Wichita's business community. I'm editor Kirk Semenoff. Dottie Harpool may have the best job title at Wichita State University. She is Executive Director of Engagement and Prominence in the Barton School of Business. Dottie is a Wichita Business Journal Marketing Awards recipient in the past week, and she at WSU is in charge of getting would-be marketing professionals on the right track. Dottie joins me on this week's podcast in just a minute. But first, here's a look at what's in this week's edition of the Wichita Business Journal. Our cover story this week is a look at Women's Small Business Month. We have two reporters doing coverage on what women small business owners were able to do in and following the pandemic. But now, a couple years later, there are challenges to keeping a business open. Managing editor Shelby Kellerman profiles three such business owners to see how they've pivoted and adapted here in Wichita. Our cover story begins on page 12. Our list this week, six of them are our annual look at public official salaries in the area. We look at the top paid employees at the city of Wichita, Sedgwick County, Wichita State, Wichita Public Schools, suburban school districts, and Kansas Board of Regents institutions. It's always a revealing look at who gets well paid among the area's public officials. The list is on page eight. Part of our mission is to help small and medium-sized businesses grow. One way we try to accomplish that is through our weekly lead section. We list bankruptcies, new real estate deals, building permits, new corporations, who owes back taxes, and court judgments. Our lead section this week begins on page 25. Equity Bank means business. That's why they've created business solutions to help you solve your business challenges. Visit them today at equitybank.com. We recognized our 2023 Marketing Awards honorees at a luncheon this week, and Dottie Harpool, the Wichita State University Barton School of Business, was one of them. And she joins me today. Dottie, thanks for being here. I appreciate it. Sure, it's my pleasure. I always love knowing the background of people we talk to. I, and the first question, ever since I started the Business Journal, I've always wondered, do I call her Dorothy? Do I call her Dottie? Where did the Dottie nickname come from? Um, I've always been called Dottie as a child that started. Um, it's tough being Dorothy in Kansas, so I don't <laughs> use it as much. Um, but the older I get, the class year I think it is so I'll, I'll go by either um, but my family calls me Dottie and I did notice it's Dottie on your sign outside your your door at your office in Woolsey Hall yeah so. oh, good. yeah your title now is executive director of engagement and prominence what the heck does that mean uh, you tell me uh, no uh, I am um, I am gifted with what I'm doing right now that our Dean Larissa Jenin Um, is a huge proponent of giving people jobs that their talents really are reflected in success in that job. And she saw an opportunity for me to really be the connection between the Barton School and the community, not just the Wichita business community, but communities in terms of you, the press, Mm -hmm. and um, our students, and 
in our lums, and and so it it really goes to what I love to do, and that's to promote the Barton School, but also see what we can do for for our various publics. It's kind of a cool title. Thank you. <laughs> uh, yeah, when she proposed it, I'm like, "Are you serious?" And she said, "Yeah," and I'm like, "I'll take it." That's awesome. Yeah. Um, Talk about your career path to Wichita State. I know you have your master's from WSU. What, what, tell, me, tell me about your background. Um, this was never the career I had picked. I, w- I got my MBA, and I thought I want to be a brand manager, a product manager. And that was in the mid-'80s where it was difficult to break into a lot of companies. And a couple weeks before a semester started, the fall semester in spring of, or in fall of 1987, I got a call from the chairman of the marketing department, and he said, we just had an instructor leave. Do you want to teach? And I thought, yeah, I want to eat. Um, So (laughs) I said, sure, I'll do it for a semester um, because they paid. Uh And I walked into the classroom, and the rest is history. It It was just a feeling I'd never had before. Was the I would imagine my first feeling if I were in that situation would be fear. Yeah, uh, yeah. I I prepared what I thought was an hour and a half lecture, and it lasted about fifteen minutes. <laughs> so um, I I learned, um, but I remember the first groups of students, and I was not too much older than they were. And it was a real journey um, for them to learn about marketing, but for me to learn about teaching marketing so and they were amazingly patient at, at your age probably 24 at that time something like that yeah i was 26 yeah okay not very much older than them yeah. did you feel like you had to earn their respect yeah yeah um i did and um but they were much they were open to that mm-hmm. and they appreciated that i still remembered what it was like to be in college and the expectations and um, the older I get, the farther away from that age that I am. And uh, it's, it's a different kind of respect I think I have to earn from them. I, it, it, it strikes me that when you go from getting your MBA and straight into teaching, do you ever have that in, I guess it's called an imposter uh-huh. syndrome? Uh, did you have that? And how well, long did it take to get over it? it, it it, it didn't take me so long to get over it because the students were great. Um, what was the weird thing is that people that were my professors were now my colleagues. Mm-hmm. And that transition was odd for me to kind of break into that level of, of engagement with the Barton School. And uh, that took some time. It took some time. At what point past the first 15-minute lecture that you thought was an hour and a half, did you realize, I could be pretty good at this? A month. Really? Yeah. It was, um, I come from a long line of educators, and my dad was a Methodist minister, so I did not think public speaking was what I could do, but it appeared, um, and it really was not expected. Mm-hmm. And, but it is, it is really my treat. Um, I just left doing some training at Spirit Aerosystems and 
it is just the best way to, for me to spend three hours. Mm-hmm. I love doing it. I come from a, from a family of educators, too, and it, the thought of teaching kids, no matter what age, frightens the hell out of me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I put me with elementary school kids, and I'm terrified. Um, but college students are, are just a, it's an amazing age. Um, and I loved college, so mm-hmm. I just never wanted to leave. You got your MBA, but was, was teaching marketing something that was pretty easy for you? How well did you know it and how, how quickly did you adapt to teaching it? Yeah, I had, um, been working for a marketing research firm here in Wichita while I was still in, in getting my MBA and, Marketing just makes sense to me, mm-hmm. and so I was I was not so far out of my program or my education that I I didn't know what the subject matter was. So, and I am a big reader. I'm a big current events person, and teaching marketing, it I often will come up with ideas while I'm speaking. Mm-hmm. that an example of something and I'll be like I'll use this example and it because there's always something in the news about marketing mm-hmm. I start every class period with what's new in the world of marketing and the students will raise their hand or speak up and tell me what's new in their mind and then we talk about it and how it applies to what we're learning and it's uh, so it's so dynamic it's so dynamic. It's, it's you know, marketing is, is a part of us every day and in 24 hours a day, isn't it? Yeah, all of us. I mean, it doesn't matter what you do in an organization, you're a marketer. Mm-hmm. And some of us just embrace it and put it on our title. Uh, but we all do it. I mean, to keep a job, to get a job, to work with customers in any form, internal or external, you you got to market. Mm-hmm. And you've been teaching ever since and you've had titles that come along with that and more responsibilities but you still teach mm-hmm. how many classes do you teach now i teach one i'm down to one a year um and what it, class is it it's intro to marketing which is um intro to marketing and consumer behavior have always been my favorites um i've taught entrepreneurship i've taught promotion management um but I love getting into the mind of, of consumers. I think I was a psychologist in my former life. Um, but I love understanding why people buy things and, and what could we do to better meet their needs. And, and so, but intro to marketing, sky's the limit. And mm-hmm. um, that class is required for all business school students. And so, therefore, I have accountants, and I have finance people, and I have operations people, and it's it's kind of fun. It's a challenge to me to see how many I can convert um, to the marketing major by the time we're done. For marketing majors, you are the first impression then. Yes. Uh, how important or delightful is that to you? Yeah, it's a it's a little bit of pressure, um, <laughs> but because a lot of people, I, I usually ask the first day of class, what is marketing? And 95% of the response I get from students is it's advertising. And that is such a minor part of what we're doing that I have to really explain to them that, yeah, that's cool, but there's a lot more that you can do and which is is important for them to understand. And so 
It's a challenge, but it's fun um, mm -hmm. to, to really introduce them to all of the options they have. What makes a good marketing student and then what makes a good marketing professional? Uh, what makes a good student is someone that will do what I do and see how marketing works in real life mm -hmm. that people learn from doing. They don't learn from reading. Right. And so a good marketing student is one that is constantly exploring. I'll get emails from students saying, look what I just saw. That's a good marketing student mm -hmm. um, because they're starting to really integrate what we're talking about with real life. And that's fun. What makes a good marketing professional? Um, someone that is open to change because marketing changes, I swear, every five minutes. The what are our options and new target markets and new products and new competitors and, and new technology, it's just never ending. Mm -hmm. um, and you really have to be nimble to to adopt to whatever is makes sense for your particular situation you and i both started in the pre-internet era where there wasn't an internet there weren't handheld phones that were personal computers to, to everybody who's sitting there yeah. um, do the marketing principles change over time because of that or do they stay the same well, the four P's of marketing, which I make my students recite throughout the semester, and I say, come up to the to me in the grocery store one day and say, product, price, place, and promotion, because um, uh, and then I'll know you're you're one of my students. Uh, but the concepts really haven't changed. What what really has changed is it's expanded to include the con the the service aspects of products and that you can sell a tangible good pretty easily, but if it breaks in, in two days and you're not ready for that complaint, you're never gonna get a second sale. Mm -hmm. And it's a lot cheaper to keep a customer than it is to get a new one. Right. And so it's, it's really uh, evolved, um, the, the, the textbooks have evolved to include the technology aspect, the business analytics aspects, the the service aspects, the global aspects that in 1987, we didn't even have all of those things. Mm -hmm. I, I'm, I wonder if marketing professionals today, uh, you know, marketing is much more than just advertising, but do marketing professionals today know that and realize that and, and practice that? Well, even, even in the ad agency, it's a business. You have to sell, mm -hmm. and selling is different than advertising. Right. And, and so the, the fantastic marketers, and there's so many in this city, um, I, I think they do understand that, that we all have customers and we all want to keep them. And advertising is not always going to do it. And so you really have to think of the big picture and think of your target market and the personas that you're, you're really targeting and understand the buyer so you can really be their go-to. How has marketing um, over the years become either more or less important in a college atmosphere, in, in a school of business? Is it emphasized more or does it become a bigger part of the school, school of business? You know, I um, equate the marketing of education to the marketing of doctors. And when I was younger, doctors and 
attorneys did not advertise right. because that was just you don't need to do that too far above that and yeah. they don't promote themselves and same thing with higher ed that it's we have a university they will come and it's it's a lot more competitive now than when i started and with online you're competing not just with who's physically in your same geographic area but you're really competing with competitors around the world who offer mm -hmm. online programs and so really positioning yourself is vital to any university and specifically to a, a business school because most major universities has a, have a business school and we have to identify what makes us unique mm -hmm. and we've really started positioning ourselves as the business school that's real that you do real things and literally you can walk from my class to Airbus and work there. And um, that we're not just teaching you theory, we're teaching you how to do things. Mm -hmm. I, that, that makes me think that uh, as a journalism person and a, and a Wichita State journalism grad, I heard from people on that side of campus who, the liberal arts side of campus, who were, you know may not have been all that thrilled about the innovation mm -hmm. campus. What did the decision and the, kind of the follow through of the ex innovation campus mean for the school of business and not just Wolsey Hall, of course, which we'll talk about. Yeah, it is. It is really um, for, as long as I've been in the business school, we have been application oriented um, professors and instructors that is always been real world for us. And we've all done projects for companies and nonprofits and students have always done things. Um, that related to their ultimate career. Being on the innovation campus, it, it just symbolizes, yeah, there's a reason you're going to college. There's a reason that you're in the business school and look out the window and you can see the, the, the results of all the hard work that students have to put into getting a degree. Mm -hmm. So for the first seven or eight roughly years of the innovation campus, the School of Business was still located inside Clinton Hall, which I'm sure many of our listeners have, have seen Clinton Hall from the outside and from the inside. And it was, you know, a 1960s, 70s building that just didn't have much going for it. And I think that's probably being kind. Mm -hmm. um, how did you recruit students and marketing students to campus with that building? It, it was a lot harder um, because it, it's kind of like um, having, we never had the clothing to fit the professionalism and the success that we were as the Barton School, that we, we, didn't, we didn't have the exterior that showed what we can do for a student. And it was, it was super hard um, to recruit students because it wasn't lovely. It will be lovely now mm -hmm. that it will be the Student Success Center, but um, it was, it, we just had to promise someday we would get a new, bu uh, new building. And I, it has paid off tremendously. Can you quantify that? Or? Yeah, we have seen increases in enrollment the last couple of years, which is really not... Um, typical mm -hmm. for business schools and WSU is is also seeing growth but I think we're WSU is seeing the innovation campus as such a unique characteristic of our our philosophy 
that all the majors are benefiting and especially the business school when there are businesses right there. So we have seen um, just a, a real, it's, a, well, let me just say this. It's a lot easier to recruit a student when they walk in Woolsey Hall uh, because it is, I see a lot of mouths drop mm-hmm. uh, with prospective students and um, their, their families if they come with them. But I also see that with business professionals, that when I start a a tour with people that have never been in the business school, they too have the mouth drop because it's just not what most people experienced when they were in college. Mm -hmm. From a marketing professional's uh, perspective, was was trying to recruit students to Clinton Hall um, kind of like, oh, giving the message that, you know, we're not really in this to win this. But now that you've got this $60 million building and, you know, a few hundred yards over, it's, you're all, you all are serious about business students now. Yeah, it was, uh, we had to work really, really hard to illustrate and to quantify what we did in the classroom Mm -hmm. and what happened to our students when they were done. And we had to spend a lot of time with students and not on the emotional side, um, which is, oh, look how fancy and shiny it is, um, but on the much more rational side. And this is when we would discuss the fact that we don't just lecture at you. We never have. And you're going to, by the time you're done here, you're going to be able to add to your resume that I did a project for this company and this nonprofit and this is what I did. And... And um, so we, we marketed our programs that way. Now we take that, it's because it's still going on, and we have shiny new building, and it's, it's an easier sell. I'm, I'm interested in what, what it does to a longtime faculty member's uh, you know, frame of mind to turn left into Woolsey Hall instead of turning right over by Clinton Hall every day. Um, it's Christmas in my <laughs> building every day. Uh, I, I just, I pinch myself because it is just, it's what we've always been. Now we actually have a, have an exterior that shows our philosophy and it's super fun. It's also super fun, not just for employees, but the students, they come to class and they stay. And that never happened in Clinton. So we did not have that sense of community because there was no room in Clinton for for our students to all stay. But now with three floors and 125,000 square feet, there's there's room for them to stay, and Mm -hmm. they do. And it's really fun to walk around the building, and you see so many students outside the classroom. Whereas in the past, we only saw them inside the classroom. You put it very well with the clothing around the, the, the school itself. Um, is marketing a growing profession or a, a, a shrinking profession? Or is it just going to have to, by definition, stay somewhat solid in, as far as numbers of people getting into it? I really think it's a growing profession um, because the competitive environment for most industries 
really requires a lot of innovation in terms of positioning your product in the minds of your buyers and, and selling and, and servicing and all of that is marketing. So uh, people bring up, well, AI is gonna take over marketing. Well, AI is a tool and it will actually free up marketers to be much more creative and, and kind of get away from the grunt type of, of work that, that you may spend your time on. So I think it's a really growing opportunity um, for, for students. And we're seeing that in the marketing numbers of students we recruited this fall that we saw quite an increase in, in our students, but we also made innovations to our curriculum that we now have a marketing analytics track and we have a digital marketing track. And so a lot of students in the past were like, well, I'm not creative, I'm not an artist, I can't be in marketing. Mm -hmm. Well, we've always had marketing research and now we call it marketing analytics. And that's a hotter, that's a hotter phrase than, than marketing research. <laughs> and um, digital wasn't around when I started. So it's, it's certainly a hot thing. And so there's a lot of different opportunities um, that, that, that students have in the field. And I would think just like a marketing instructor, marketing professionals have to stay up on the latest, you mentioned AI, uh, the latest innovations so that they don't get you know, stale or, or set in their ways and they have to improve just with everything else is going on. Yeah, that, and that's, it, it, a marketer really has to be open to change and they have to be resilient in terms of staying current because it, it, it changes all the time and there's new venues and new practices. And, and uh, so I think all of us in marketing are students of, of the discipline. Mm -hmm because we never we we just can't stop learning we need to learn continuously what's what's available to us to make our um, marketing strategies um, be more successful super Dottie harpool and i'm going to get this title right executive director of engagement and prominence maybe the only one in the country thank you <laughs> thanks for joining me on the podcast right. and i think it's really cool that you are the the first voice that marketing students see when you teach intro to marketing that's that's great you're sweet thank thanks you. so much all right that's it for biz talk this week episode 332 check out all our podcast episodes at our biz talk hub it's at wichitabusinessjournal.com thank you for listening and subscribing. BizTalk is a production of the Wichita Business Journal. Thanks very much to our sponsor, Equity Bank. Creating the business concept turned out to be the easy part. The challenges that follow is where Equity Bank comes in. Equity Bank was built by entrepreneurs for entrepreneurs. Let them help your business evolve and solve your challenges. Tomorrow is here. Visit them today at equitybank.com forward slash evolve. Be well and be safe. Have a profitable week.